Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. I get asked a lot whether um, knowing two languages or more than two languages can actually be a problem for acquiring your first language. And while all of the scientific literature indicates otherwise, um, that it is not a problem, that any child can be raised um, multilingual um, without any shall we say, any delay in, in acquiring the first language. What is really interesting is that apparently knowing your first language is vital to learning a second language and also for just learning language in general. So this episode is all about that and uh, get yourself a cup of coffee. As always, relax, enjoy, and I will see you at the end of the episode. When we're learning a new language, it's important that we're able to tell the difference between sounds. Truck and track are not the same, for example. But did you know that the earlier babies start babbling, the sooner they'll be able to differentiate between sounds? As the creator of the English is Fun method for teaching English to non-native English speaking children, it's my job to not only train the teachers in the method, but to um, develop the educational program that hundreds of kids are going to be using each year. But in order to do that, I have to go back to the roots, to the fundamentals of how children learn their mother tongue. There are many different theories um, of language acquisition, but one thing is constant across all theories. The fact that at a certain age, children start babbling. Consonant vowel babbling like mama, papa, dada is quite common in children of eight months of age with normal hearing. Children with moderate to severe hearing impairment, however, don't babble unless they're given cochlear implants. As soon as they have those implants, babies begin to babble. And this is interesting because it shows that the role that babies play is not a passive one. They're not just listening to the language, they're actively trying to produce it. And the more they produce it, the more they keep doing it. And this is probably because they hear themselves babbling and that's what stimulates them to continue to babble. So yes, hearing the language is very important. You can't, there's no doubt about it. But hearing is not a passive thing. It's quite active and that's why the kids try to produce. This is one of the things that is fundamental in the English is Fun method. Children are not passive. They are active in the classroom. They are motivated to speak because they hear others speaking and they do speak. In fact, my method activates metacognitive functions that allow the children to understand everything that's being said right from the beginning. And because they understand what is being said, they are stimulated to speak. Of course, this occurs at first in their own language. And with my kids, that's in Italian because I live in Italy. But eventually, they start doing it in English. There's a great study conducted at the um, Infant, uh, what's it called? Um, Infant Studies Center at the University of British Columbia. And um, I, will, I will put the link below to the study. It's an incredible study where children were Babies were given teething toys, mm. um, you know these soft toys that you use um, with children when their teeth are coming in to soothe their gums, but 
Teething toys were used in this study to see how children could distinguish sounds. Now, I believe the language um, presented to the children was Hindi. I may be mistaken. Please check out the study. I don't want to say something that's not um, correct. But what was very interesting was the children were presented with two sounds. Uh, I believe it was the D sound. And I don't know Hindi, but I do know Spanish. So I'll give you an example with a Spanish word. Take the word for finger, dedo. It is D-E-D-O. Now the first D is a very strong, hard D. D, D, D. The second D, however, is softer. It's not dedo, it's dedo where the second D has just a softer sound. Well, anyways, in this study, the children were given um, similar, a similar example. And the researchers found that when the babies were not using the teething toy, um, babies were able to distinguish the two different sounds of that consonant. And like I said, I believe it was D. But when they were given the teething toy and they had the teething toy in their mouth, uh, and therefore were not able to move their tongue, their ability to distinguish the two sounds diminished. And this, I, I think, has incredible implications for language learning. The importance of being able to distinguish sounds because you're actually moving your tongue. Okay, that wraps it up for today. I hope that was interesting and that it was helpful. And as always, I will see you next week. Same time, same place, same cup of coffee, uh, hopefully a new brew. But enjoy your week and thanks again for joining me. Have a great day.